Welcome to episode two of the Firestorm Show with Scott Gilbert. On today's show, you're going to hear amazing stories of God's power being poured out through regular Christians. My guest tonight is a guy that just works at the shipyard. He's a normal individual, but the power of God that's moving through him is amazing. Gavin Todd knows that he is a son of God Most High. Gavin is manifesting the love of Jesus every day as part of his normal life, and he's seeing the sick healed. You gotta listen. It's gonna be awesome. Hello, my friends. Firestorm Live coming at you. I'm your host, Scott Gilbert, and every single week it is our pleasure and our honor to bring you guests that encourage you and give you a model for what it looks like to be God's son, God's daughter in the world every day, everywhere you go. And we've heard that, and it, you know, people that have walked with the Lord for probably decades, you think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, you know, our heart is we want to show you that there's more maybe than you've ever experienced, maybe then more than when you come to the understanding that the Lord is not mad at you, that he doesn't have an attitude, that his brow is not furrowed, but because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, you are completely loved, you are completely accepted, you're actually adopted into the family, and it makes God really, really happy. It says that not only is he our inheritance, which I get, but it says we are his inheritance. He's really, really happy with you. He doesn't have anything against you. And when you come to him with that sort of relational understanding, it's a lot easier to then step out and it just extend that same kind of love to the world around you. And those are my guests. My guests model what that looks like. So my guest tonight on the Firestorm live broadcast is Gavin Todd. Yes, Hello, sir. my man. Hey, how's it going, Scott? Thanks for being here. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, you know, I always say, we try to bring guests that I always say are normal. Yeah. And uh, somebody last week, like, corrected me and said, I'm not normal. I'm peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I get it. But by what I mean by normal, we want to bring up people that are approachable. Yeah. So tell us about yourself, Gavin. Okay, so um, short story. Um, I, you know, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. Um, they believed, you know, we did the, the Christers, you know, type of thing. But, uh, Christmas and Easter Christmas, Christians. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we did that. We believed the stories. But, um, yeah, and uh, I'll just say I, I was atheist for three years. I professed atheism for three years. And then uh, January 2008, I got born again in my room, filled the Holy Spirit. Um, for time's sake, I'll, I won't go into the details mm-hmm. of that. But um, since then, I, I met my wife about a month after, and we ended up getting married the next year. And so uh, I have two kids. I work at the shipyard, uh, do design for the new submarines. Cool. Um, so I'm, a, you know, I'm a designer. I'm a dad to my kids, a husband to my wife, and I'm a friend to my friends. And yeah, just like you said, normal everyday. Guy. I love it, and I love yeah, it because I just do my thing. Yeah, the testimonies we're going to share tonight mm-hmm. are, I know, are going to be really thrilling and exciting. Yeah, and what I'd love for you to do, Gavin, is just let let's share. Let's just share something the Lord's been doing with you, and then I just want you to call people higher, like because you're going to hear this, folks. You're going to hear, and you're going to say, "Wow, that is really dramatic." That's like Book of Acts type stuff through a normal guy that works at the shipyard, really. If he can do it, maybe God will do it with me, too. I'm telling you, absolutely he will. So we're going to share some testimonies, and then we're going to activate listeners. Yeah, sounds great. To walk in the same thing. Sounds great. Because you're a son. Yes, sir. And they're sons and daughters if they pray to receive Jesus, right? Yes. So it's available for everybody? So it is. I, it's kind of like we all have the same thing. We have the same God. We have the same spirit. First Corinthians 6 says that uh, our spirit and the Lord's spirit are one. Mm-hmm. So... There's nothing that nobody has that is not can't be available. We all have the same bank account, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it's all accessed by faith through what he said about us. You know, I like to tell people all the time, it's not like I made up the story because they, they'd be like, hey, what about your religion? What makes it right? I said, well, the first problem is thinking it's mine. Yeah. I didn't create this. I just, I agreed. And I said, yes, I, I trust what the Lord said. I believe him. And um, that's what makes it. Normal, you know, it was normal to Jesus. He was the most normal human on the planet, right? Yeah. He was. 
So he still is. And I love so, it. Yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, what were you sharing? You, you had a, a young girl with with a back problem. Was it in a mall? It was actually outside of Target. So okay. this is uh, when I first started praying for people. Up, I got say like I said, two thousand eight. So I want to say like two thousand nine, two thousand ten time frame, maybe. So it, okay. was, it was quite a while ago. So when you say you started praying for people. That is, my friends, that is what Firestorm Live is all about, trying to encourage you to do. You know, it's not about the signs and wonders and miracles, although they're wonderful. It's not about that. It's about being the hands and feet of Jesus to hurting people every day, everywhere you go, and just knowing that you are his daughter, you're his son, and wherever you are, he is. So if there's something going on with a hurting person, we want to know that our father can look at us and say, my son's there. He'll handle it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if he if he was willing to do what he did before, you know, going to the cross, being resurrected, giving us the spirit before I had a chance to even make a mistake or a sin or to become an atheist and deny him. And he still did what he did. I love what, you know, Hebrews says, you know, uh, for the joy of knowing that we would be his. Mm-hmm. The joy of set before him, he endured. So his love for us was greater than the, what he suffered. And if that's the case, then... Our love for God because of the love he put in us through the Holy Spirit, well, just it, it, that is greater than any suffering that we could have, Amen. you know, for his namesake. So. so what happened outside of Target? So, yes, I normal day of shopping, you know, okay. you just go to the store after work or whatever, and, you know, you go to pick up stuff. You have no motive other than to, I need to go to Target and get some, yeah. get some whatever. Provisions. Provisions, yeah. yeah. So I saw these two girls outside. They were just standing there. I don't know if they were waiting for a ride or whatever, and... Um, Normally, young girls, early 20s. And I just saw the girl to my left. I'll call her Sue and her friend Ann. Mm-hmm. So Sue and Ann were standing there. And um, I went up to Sue. I said, hey, do you have lower back problem? And she kind of looked at me surprised. And she was like, yeah, I do. Okay, so let's unpack that for yeah. listeners. Uh, was she walking funny? Okay, what? they were just standing there. And I just... You know, I just had a thought come across my mind. And at that time in my walk, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to go for whatever. I'm not trying to manifest anything, but I, you know, if I, if I feel like there's something pressed upon my heart, like I hear, when I say like God spoke to me, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I hear some audible voice. I feel like an impression of my heart or a thought that's not usually what I think. Yeah. Just pops in there. It just pops in there. And sometimes I sit on it like now Mm -hmm. I do, but beforehand I'm like, I'm just going to. Yeah, Act just activate it. Yeah, because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if I hear God, great. If I didn't, and it's just something I just thought, then humbly back out and say, okay, cool, I'm just trying to hear the Lord. I yeah. don't know. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know any other way other than, okay, I'm just going to go do it. Yeah, obedience. You know, yeah, I'm just going to try because yeah. I'm just trying to hear the Lord, right? You're, my kids are trying to hear me and obey me. They they don't get it right all the time, but, you know, hey, we'll, we'll get back at it again. So that's kind of what I mean uh she was just, they were both just standing there. I had the thought when I looked at her, the thought immediately lower back. Okay. And so I was like, hmm. So I was like, only and way to find out is to ask. That's exactly right. So I believe that, so first of all, the Lord says, my sheep know my voice. Yeah. And they don't listen to another. So if you're listening right now and you're like, okay, yeah, that's for the super Christians. I don't get words of knowledge. I don't hear Yes, you do. If you're a believer, you do. You You just need somebody to translate it for you. And often, at least the Lord's shown me, that his voice sounds like my voice in my head. Yeah. But then the only way to tell if it's him or me is to do the awkward thing, which Gavin is about to describe, and step out in risk and ask, hey, I'm sorry, do you have, what did you say? Yeah, so uh, I kind of like, you know, like, man, if you don't have direction to something, you're not going to, like, try to pinpoint. You're just going to ask in first person, hey, uh, quick question, sorry. Um, I just have a quick, I'm trying to get somewhere. You, you know, say you that. Ask, yeah. hey, where are you going? You know, and then that's how you get directions. Same thing is with the Lord. Uh, we try to spiritualize everything, you know, and I think it's just simple. as just asking. Yeah. So I asked her, I said, hey, is your, you know, you have lower back? She's like, yeah, actually, I do. I said, well, can I pray for you? As soon as I said that, her friend, like I said, we named her Ann, she kind of scoffed. She's like, oh, my God, just rolled her eyes. Spikes an attitude. Spikes an attitude yeah. immediately. Yeah. So, you know, I said, hey, um, 
I said, what, what's the attitude for? You, you know? went after it. Yeah, I did. Some I, people would ignore it. Yeah, I just kind of smiled because I didn't want to feel threatening because okay. I wasn't trying. And I'm kind of an aggressive person anyways, naturally. Okay. Not in a violent way aggressive, but there's, I'm more apt to confront it than I'm not to. Yeah, It's just my ability, and, and I'm not looking to make anybody uncomfortable. I just It's just me. But um, so I just say, you know, what's the attitude for? And she's like, you don't believe that crap, do you? I'm like, yeah, I do. You know, <laughs> I, I sure do. And just smile the whole time. Yeah, I do. She's like, oh, man. So I said, okay. I said, well, can I can I pray for you? Um, you know, talking to Sue. Yeah. And she said, yeah, you can pray for me. And I said, I looked at the girl and I said, hey, how about this? How about you put your hand on her back and we'll go, we'll pray for her together. She was like, I told you I don't believe in that stuff, you know. I said, well, you'd go get her ibuprofen if she was hurting, weren't you? She's like, of course. I said, this is no different. Okay. So you got nothing to lose. That is an awesome, okay, there's a pro tip right there. Hey, you would get this person ibuprofen, right? And then they'll, they'll say, if they care about the person, they'll say, yes, I love that you did yeah. that. Because then you can just say, hey, well, this is no different. Why don't you just, what do you have to lose? Again, I mean, it's like yeah. a parable almost. Like Jesus always natural, like he made a spiritual principles uh natural by examples you give on this earth like you know why wouldn't you do that if you love somebody yeah. so what's the difference with praying right it's good she's like well i told you you know so i said look you got nothing to lose i got everything to lose. i'll probably look like an idiot if nothing happens and that's okay but you know what if you love her i said let's do this with me okay. fine you know so she gives me the huff and puff fine she puts her hand on her back i said all right just say this with me and so she sarcastically went along with me and I said, Father, I just thank you for this girl. You know, I ask that you just line her back up. Lord, I thank you for your presence upon her in Jesus' name. And now, see, I forget sometimes, like, a lot of times before I pray or afterwards, I always just get still and quiet. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I don't uh, mean to be awkward. And sometimes I just awkward with people because they're like, shouldn't you be praying? And I'm like, I am. I'm focusing on the Lord. Because yeah. to me, just fellowshipping with the Lord is prayer. Okay. So I, I don't think about that stuff. And so they're like, I can tell they're like, why is he being quiet? You is know? it over yet? Is it yeah, over? Yeah. So I said, okay. You know, so I just come to my sense. I'm like, all right, so what can your friend not do? Oh, well, she can't bend over, touch her toes. I told her, you know, so I said, okay. I said, well, try to um, ask the girls, you know, Sue, I said, try to bend over and touch your toes. I said, I'll hold your hand if you want, if you're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want you to try to do anything past or what you feel like you shouldn't. So I held her hand and she bent over like at 30 degrees and she whipped her head at me and looked up at me and her eyes were like super big. Yeah. She's like, I don't feel anything. And then she, without me saying anything, she just went full touched her toes, palm on the ground, palm on the ground. And she stood up and then her friend who's the atheist was like, there's no blanking way. I don't, I don't wish you said, I don't blink and believe this. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Yeah. You know? you know, so people have a problem with that. You know, the Lord just showed me recently, that's their praise language. Yeah. That's what they know. And the Lord receives praise from stuff like that. Some people are going, oh no, it can't be. You know what? The Lord loves her so much. He wouldn't have healed her if he didn't love her. And he knows what's coming. And the thing is about it is that. You know, it talked about, in Hebrews 9, it talks about ignorance. We we were living sin through ignorance. This girl doesn't know any other way. Yeah. She doesn't. So why do we expect her to have the Christian language, if yeah. you will, right? Right. So so the girl's back gets healed, healed in front of Target front. through the prayer of an atheist scoffer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. And I, I kind of like it you know, like Jesus said, look, man, um, I'll give you my spirit as the Father sent me out and Jews. So he gave us the authority. And we're just, she's agreeing with that authority, even in scoffing. She mm -hmm. may not be agreeing, but her participating mm -hmm. means something that at least she loves her friend. Yeah. So... This girl is wrecked. She can't believe that her friend just got healed. And her friend's like, look, I can touch my toes. And now she knows she can't do that. Yeah. Long story short, this girl ends up, um, you know, I told a girl, you know, I just shared the gospel with her. I said, do you want to meet this God who did this for your friend? So she's like, yeah. So we led her to the Lord. So the atheist scoffer prays to receive Jesus so outside Target. Outside Target in front of people walking back and forth. Mm -hmm. She's. I. She just needed. I call it the wow moment. You sit yeah. there and you just don't. Your your brain's trying to catch up with what just happened. Yeah. You just can't believe it, even though you're seeing it. You know. And then, and I said, well, listen, sweetheart, I'm sorry that 
no one showed you Jesus. She just hasn't seen it. She's seen religious things. Mm-hmm. She just she needs to see somebody who reflects him. Yeah. Not just in words and not just in some kind of action, but somebody who carries the presence of God. Yeah. You know, it's like you know somebody who puts on deodorant and somebody who does not. You carry a fragrance. Yeah. Second Corinthians says, his fragrance. Yeah. You know, you're a Holy Ghost fragrance diffusers, you know. Yeah. And so then the one that got healed, she's a believer. She repented for not showing Christ to her atheist friend because she just didn't want to offend her because she loves her friend. So she didn't want to offend her and preach to her, so she compromised. Mm-hmm. And so I I got blessed because I got to see God work through me. Uh, this atheist comes to the Lord, and then the believer repents for not showing her Jesus. And gets healed. And gets healed, and God is glorified right there. Mm-hmm. No one's paying attention to us. Yeah. You know, we're just in our own little bubble. Okay, so a couple of pointers here. First of all, how long did that entire engagement take from like, hey, do you have a back problem to crying, repenting, and receiving the Lord? That whole um, Five, maybe ten minutes at most. Five to ten minutes. I just shared a quick gospel, man. Jesus came as a man to die to bring you close. He bore your sins for you. And he gave his life. He died, was resurrected by the power of the Spirit as prophecy. Yes, Scripture tells you. He was raised, and then he ascended and gave you his same Spirit to walk by. That not only did he bear your sins for you, but he came to live his life, his life in you, for you. And I said, do you want that? Yeah. And she said, yeah. Yeah. And, you know. On the crying, maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, on the crying. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. So this is available to every single believer, and this is what Firestorm United Ministry, this is what we exist for, folks. We love telling testimonies because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Whenever we share anything the Lord has done, we're calling forth the prophetic anointing that is kind of like a snowball in that testimony. It's available to all of us. But it's not just about listening. You know, can't be ever hearing and never doing. We got to be doing. And doing looks like knowing who you are in Christ. Jesus paid a price to restore sons and daughters Yes, he paid a price for our sin, but it was more than just our sin on the cross. It was to restore that which was lost by sin in the fall. So God the Father looks at you and he sees you completed while you're in your junk, while you're actively in your sin habit. He sees you then through the blood of Jesus completed. Yeah. Our job as believers is to see ourselves the way our father does See, and yeah. then start acting like it because it's his spirit that allows us to. Firestorm United is designed to bring you models of what that looks like. And I think that's, I mean, you hit that on the head. It's what he sees. Yeah. You know, we, we um, if we'll be honest, we're a little bit more critical of ourselves than God is, and he's perfect. Mm. Um, I think. I think we, like I was telling a friend the other day, I think we come like like he doesn't understand that we're not perfect and we actually have to be dependent upon him. He yeah. understands that. Yeah. He understands and we can't do that in any other way. But if you agree with what he says, it empowers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. like the TPT says this way, loving him empowers you to obey. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to obey to say, you know, I'm going to just grip my teeth and do it. No, I love him. Therefore, I can't help. You know, I love my wife, therefore I can't help but wash her feet and, yeah. you know, do things for her. So. Yeah. And we love because he first loved, loved us. us. So when you get a revelation of how much God loves you, and I believe you get this privately in the prayer closet, in your time alone with the Lord. If you're not doing that, start with five minutes. Set your phone, put a timer on your phone, start with five minutes and just sit there. And you sit there and you just meditate on what the word says about you. This is how I got started. You just meditate on what the word says about you. A really great place to start. Ephesians chapter one. Just read Ephesians chapter one. I stayed there for the first nine months of my life. The Holy Spirit wouldn't let me leave that chapter. Yeah. I kid you not. Just marinate in what the father says about you. Once you get a clarification on how he sees you. You can start walking in it, living it, because you'll know how he sees you. When you get his love in you, it'll splash on other people. But until you get that, 
it just works, man. It's just it's trying and striving. Teeth and I love uh, Philippians too. Yeah. You know, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. That doesn't mean that means nothing more. I, I call the fear of God um, beauty that makes you tremble. Amen. You see how beautiful He is because He revealed that to you. Therefore, it says. But it's God who works within you to will and do his co pleasure. That means you don't even have the will or the desire to do it. He has to put it in you yeah. for you to walk that out. Yeah. And that's incredible to me. That means it's off. It's not up to me to perform. It's not about us. It's not up to me to perform. Yeah. That way he gets the glory. Yeah. And I get to be a participant in just having the love of God uh, just abide in me yeah. and therefore I can abide in him that's the goal do that's they feel the loved because you're yes. not always going to see a miracle you know a miracle is when what Gavin just described my guest today is Gavin Todd normal dude normal dude husband father shipyard worker yeah. lover of Jesus yeah. devil crusher devil, yeah that's right <laughs> yeah I, I like to say all the time you know uh, living the dream and, and giving hell a nightmare you know that's awesome so, <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know a miracle is when you see somebody healed like what you, he just described the girl's back is healed in a moment and then the awesome miracle happens when the scoffing atheist prays to receive jesus because of what she just saw that's the greatest miracle it is that's a miracle in the moment and then you know there are healings also healings many times happen instantaneously in the moment it's a miraculous healing that's awesome but sometimes for me probably more than i know it's not necessarily in the moment yeah. But someone will track me down through Facebook or something, and they'll remind me. They'll be like, hey, you prayed for me like two months ago. Do you remember me? And they'll tell me something, and the Holy Spirit will remind me. Yeah. And then, poof, it'll all come back, and they'll say, yeah. And two days later, I didn't need that surgery. Or two days later, or yeah, I went in for that biopsy, and they said there's no cancer. Yeah, I didn't see that in the moment. So if you don't see it in the moment, don't ever say God. Don't ever say God didn't heal him because you only have five senses. You can only see what you see. God's like 17 steps down the road and you as his son or daughter are his hand to that hurting person. So let's talk about, I think you have a testimony like that. You had a kid who was, uh, is this another target story with a football? Yeah. Target. Talk Um, about the kid, the football injury. Yeah. He was playing for like tab or something. I can't remember what school he's playing. But he was a quarterback and uh, he broke his collarbone. So they had to put like a plate or something in his collarbone or something to that yeah. nature. And um, so he couldn't throw the ball. And they told him all the things there. He's going to be limited from now on because of the type of break he had. It's it was, like a high school kid. Yeah. So he's exactly. young. He's got all the he's got all the the hopes and dreams. Dreams, and it's crushed because he broke his collarbone and can't throw the. And it's on his throwing side. Yeah. You know, so he can't throw and. Um, so I, I saw him in the sling, and I said, hey, hey, how you doing? What happened? And he's like, oh, I did, you know, this is what happened. He told me how he broke his. Yeah, let's just unpack that for a second. Yeah. So if you're wondering how to approach, so Gavin says, hey, I just saw this kid in a sling, and I went up and talked to him. If there's a part of you that says, wow, that's really bold, that's really awkward, that's really uncomfortable, hey, pro tip here, I have found 100% of the time, if you come in gentleness, People are really interested to tell you how they got hurt. Hey, listen, I used to be on, you know, like a crazy dude. And, you know, you'd be talking about being around drug people. They they can sniff a ungenuine person out. People know if you're genuine. Yeah. And I I think if you just come with a genuine heart because you care and love people. Yeah. They're more susceptible to to. They'll receive your question. Yeah. So people want to tell you how they're hurt. They really do. They'll talk to you about their owie. Oh yeah. I got run over by a bull when I was six (laughs) and you know, they'll tell you, Oh, it hurts this bad every day. You know, so don't feel like it's obtrusive if you come in love. So I absolutely go ahead. Yeah. And so he's like, Oh, this, and he told me how he did it. And, um, I said, well, listen, man, would you be okay if I prayed for you? He's like, yeah, sure. I said, all right. And so I just told him, let's just step to the side so we're not in the middle of the highway. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to bring, I said, look, I'm not trying to bring attention to you and embarrass you. I just, just want to bless you, man. And he's like, sure. So I laid my hand on him and I prayed. And I told him to kind of check the pain. Yeah, what does that prayer sound like? Just this is how we equip our listeners. Okay, yeah, 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 sure. So it's simple. Sometimes, I mean, I really don't have a method. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Good. Sometimes I just, I, do, I have zero method. Um, sometimes I lean toward not having one too strong. Okay. You know, but I'm I like, I, like I said, sometimes I just wait. 
I just go, and I just turn my attention to him. It's just like right now. I can just feel the Holy Spirit, man. It's just, I turn my attention to the Lord. I just thank you. It's usually I start with Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm just, I think Thanksgiving is supremely underrated. Supremely underrated. And all, he's, what's the will of God for your life? To give thanks in all circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. I said, Father, I just thank you for this young man that you made that you love. And Lord, right now, I just ask you to just heal the shoulder. I thank you for touching him, Lord. Thank you for your spirit to be upon him. And I just thank you for the awareness of your presence. So I always do that to, you know, just encourage um, thoughtfulness towards the Lord. Yeah. Right? And I, I always do that. And so I just bless him in Jesus' name. And, so, and then I say, hey, you know, check. Do you have any pain? Yeah, it still hurts. And I always kind of joke to lighten the mood. Because people get real kind of, real tight and serious when you start praying. You know, they'll yeah. like squint their eyes real hard or like yeah. grip your hand. and Take their hat off. Yeah, like yeah. you're going to have to go get therapy for your hand because it about yeah. broke every bone, yeah. you know. They just don't know. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. And so I said, well, listen, if Jesus prayed for the blind guy twice, I get at least two chances. And he kind of yeah. chuckled. So we prayed again and nothing happened. Uh, not nothing happened. Let me, because you, yeah. you told me, appreciate that. Yeah. I'm changing my verbiage, man. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any pain leave. He didn't feel any pain leave. So um, I said, all right, well, I'll just bless you, buddy. And then he had some small groceries in his, in his basket. So I just went, I was like, you know what? People can talk about Jesus. Let's show them. So not only did we pray, pay for his stuff. You pay for his stuff. And that's no pat on the back for me. But listen, man, he's an abundant God. Yeah. Right? Why not? Why not? If you have it in the means, do it. That's scripture. Yeah. If you have it in the means to do it, do it. Don't wait. Okay. Just do it, you know? Um, so So that's anyway, the end of that story. That's, that's, that's that. all you know. That's all I know. Yeah. So I'm again back in Target three or four months later. Okay. Doing my necessity shopping. And uh this I hey, 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 hey. Turn around, this kid runs up to me. He's like, Hey, do you remember me? I'm like, ah, I said, sorry, but excuse me. I said, sorry, I, I, I'm trying to remember. He's like, you prayed for me. He's like, you're the guy that prayed for me, right? I said, well, I prayed for a lot of people, but <laughs> probably, I guess. So. Yeah. I said, I don't, I don't keep track, really. And he's like, remember I had the collarbone thing? I said, yeah. Yeah. I said, I said so what's, what's going on? And right, the sling? and right then, Holy Spirit like Just brings it all me. back to your yeah. mind, right? Isn't it awesome? And so I'm like, hey, you don't have the sling on. What's up? He goes, dude, I kid you not. I was laying in bed like three or four days later, and I just had the thought, I want to move my arm. So he, he, I took my sling off, and as soon as I went to like move my shoulder, I heard this loud pop, and I had full range of motion, no pain. I was like, oh, this guy prayed for me. He's like, I told my mom. He goes, how did you do that? Yeah. I said, well, I didn't do that. <laughs> He's like, well, what do you mean you prayed? I said, that's right. I prayed. Yeah. Jesus heals. I said, I, he sent us out to go do that, you know, because we have his authority. I said, I, I gave the example, like you have, I said, the car that you drive, is that yours or your parents? He's like, oh, that's my parents. Yeah, but you got the keys. So it's not your parents driving. Yeah. It's you driving. They're just, it belongs to them. I said, so you're doing the praying and stuff. I said, but listen, it's the authority that Christ gave you yeah. that you're able to do anything. And that's even that even to know him, right? Nice. I said, so what? I said, so it's the Lord in me doing it. He's like, wow, that's incredible. I said, yeah, man, you can know Jesus like that. Just get alone in your room, open your Bible, and said, show me who you are, yeah, so I can see who I am. And that's that was the end of that, you know. And he was amped up, man. He went out and. And oh yeah, I remember now. He even joked. He goes, "You don't have to buy myself this time." I said, "Okay, man." <laughs> awesome. Well, my guest today is Gavin Todd. Gavin is a buddy of mine who moves in just sonship. Gavin is a beloved son of Most High God because of the cross, mm-hmm. right? And he models what it looks like. Gavin sees miracles. Gavin sees people healed. Gavin sees people come to Jesus in the front of the grocery store. And Gavin is not special. He's a son. There you go. Maybe in the last little bit here, Gavin, if you could just whatever the Lord gives you to pray for our listeners yeah. so that they can get activated to step into the same thing. Yeah. Because we keep what we give away. There right? you go. So give, what do you so, got? Give you know, it away. i say this one thing and then I'll pray is that I tell people all the time I'm not special. I'm just special to him. And that's for everybody. He made us all. You know, we're his offspring. And you don't love one kid more than the other. They're all different, but you love them. So, Father, I just thank you for everybody underneath the sound of my voice. Um, and Lord, even in even in me, God, reveal what we already know 
that we are your children. And it's not based upon our our duties and actions, Lord. It's based upon your word spoken, God. And we know that uh, nothing that you say comes back to you void. I thank you for your great love, Lord. I pray that you would bring the realization, Lord, as, as hearts turn to you for affection, Lord. Like A.W. Tozer said, when the, the eyes within meet the eyes from looking mm-hmm. out, their heaven is on earth. Lord, that as they turn their attention to you, there will be an awareness through your scripture and through your presence, Lord, that they are loved by you because you just love them, Lord. Yes, Lord. Just bring that awareness right now, Holy Spirit. Mm. Heal their hearts just through the recognition that they've been adopted before the foundation of the world. You had decided to already adopt them because of your great love. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. This is what Firestorm United is all about. We want you to run with us. We want to give you models. We want you to see what it looks like. And then we want to turn you loose because together we are the hands and feet of God on this world. We are his sons and daughters. Firestorm United is a local ministry in Hampton Roads, Virginia, but we have fingers out and hands all across America and in other parts of the world where we're just activating regular believers just like you to step into the fullness of what Jesus paid a price for. There's more. You know, if this ministry blesses you, if these testimonies encourage you, you can find out more. You can find us on firestormunited.org. You can also find us on Facebook at Firestorm United. We do trainings around the country. We just did one this weekend. Um, People get activated. They go out. They practice. They come back. They give testimonies with wide eyes. People that have never prayed for anybody outside of a faith community. And they're thrilled when the Lord gives them insight into people. And they see waitresses break down in tears. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is available to every believer, and it's so exciting. So you can find us on the web at Mm firestormunited.org. We are listener-supported, like everybody. And we just encourage you that if you're blessed, take it before the Lord. Uh, We know this ministry is expanding, and we just want to touch more people. Amen. So my guest tonight is Gavin Todd, local friend in uh, Hampton Roads, Virginia. Gavin, what I love about, well, you, but one of of our ethics for the Firestorm (laughs) broadcast is we try to make this stepping into the fullness of Jesus and praying for people in the world. We try to make it really natural, not weird. Yeah. So that means the guests that I bring on have to be really normal. Not weird. Yeah. And you're not weird. No. But you're seeing the Lord touch people, heal people, see people saved, see supernatural, miraculous events. <laughs> yes, sir. As a normal part of your life. As a normal part of our life, yeah. Normal part of your life. So have you always been moving in that? Is this just, you know, something since you were a little kid? Or is it is it only for, like, the elite few, those that have the gift of healing? Or is question. this for everybody? That's a great question. You know, I like what Paul said in... He said, do all do this, you know, do all speak in tongues, do all heal the sick. It's not that all can. Just not all some do it. And it's not uh, based upon a um, special gift that you've been given, even though I know it talks about gifts. But I I think really it's understanding that your son, Jesus, um, he didn't call himself the prophet of God. He didn't call himself the evangelist of God or the pastor or the teacher. He's the son of God. He's the son of man. Right, so I think the first thing to understand is, really, this is normal because you're a son. Jesus was the son; he still is the son. Yeah, and he's not ashamed to call his brothers. Right, yeah. and so there's the most normal thing you can be is like Jesus because he was normal. Amen. And and as we go out and and step off the ledge and grow wings on the way down, yeah, there's gonna be many opportunities where we could be. You know, things don't go the way we expect. We want to see everybody heal. We lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. We trust you, Lord. We trust your word. But we don't always see that. And there's an opportunity in our natural fallen nature to get an attitude or get offended. And, yeah, uh, yeah we, I think we should talk about not being offendable. How sure. do you get to that point? And then, yeah, what do you do, Gavin? What do you do when you pray for somebody in the target and they you don't see a miraculous change. Yeah. I, I th- you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. You know, I mean, I think um, just being genuine and just loving people, you know, like this, uh, if I can read this real quick, it's one scripture. It's uh, John five nineteen 
to speak to you eternal truth, the Son is unable to do anything from himself or through his own initiative. I only do the works that I see the Father doing, for the Son does the same works as his Father. So they're in one mind, right? Jesus didn't die because he was frustrated and had to fix a problem. He did it because he loves, and that came from the Father. Mm-hmm. So when we come to people, it's because we love them, not because we're trying to fix their problems or trying to make them believe what we believe. We do it because we love them. Yeah. And I think it's just the genuineness. And I think sometimes you just, you know, people ask, why me? Why not you? And sometimes you need to take a couple on the chin because people are, they have a stereotype and they've seen religious things from other people. So why not just let them take, take a couple jabs at you? Yeah. And understand that they're they're coming from a place that they haven't seen the authenticity of the Lord. And maybe you're the first time and they just think you're just another one of those guys. Exactly. You know, and it's an awesome opportunity. Honestly, when you get outside of yourself and you know, it's not really about me because I can't heal anybody anyway. It's the spirit in me. So if I pray for them and I don't see them healed right then. I don't internalize that. It's not an indictment on me. It's not like I have some wasting sin or what did I not do? No, I mean, the enemy will come and tell you that, but it's really not about you. And the Lord showed me that that's actually a mercy because if I can step in in love and pray for somebody in the public square, maybe not see a change and not internalize it, then on the other side, when I pray for somebody and they get out of a wheelchair and their blind eye is opened, it's still not about you. It's never about you you. because that'll change you, man. The enemy will be all over that. He will. It's like in Acts 3, you know, the when John and Peter come by and the guy at the gate of beautiful come to find out real quick. Something amazing about that is that the gate of beautiful, that word beautiful has nothing to do with outternal, like like outside beauty. Actually, it means perfect timing. Okay, right. Jesus passed by there. Yeah, that guy was All there for like 30 years. Forever. Jesus, Jesus would have walked. Yeah. He walked right past the guy. Yep. So why why didn't he heal him? Because at the perfect timing, <laughs> Peter and John came by there. And we're the perfect timing now. Come on. Because he sent us, right? Yeah. He sent us. And so we're just agreeing with that. But So what do you do? Let's, let's talk about... Um, uh, the girl with the big knee thing yeah. cast in Target. Yeah, so I'm going down, walking down the aisle, getting ready to go check out, and I look to my left, and there's this girl standing there. She's got, like, you know, the workout pants and, you know, top-on type deal, and but she's got this massive brace on her right leg. So I was like, oh, man, well, I'll go ask her or see how she's doing. So I walk up to her and say, excuse me, um, what what happened? Are you doing Okay. She's like, yeah, I was playing softball, and I was running down the base, and when I stepped on the base, my leg snapped above and below my knee. I've had, like, 12 surgeries. Like, I'm in, She kind of chuckled, but she's like, I'm, like, in chronic pain. I got to take pain medicine all the time because I'm in so much pain, and they're trying to fix it. It's just not acting right. I said, wow, man. Well, do you mind if I pray for you? Is that okay? And as soon as I said that, this, this Goliath of a dude, I mean, he's got... <laughs> He's got muscles on his muscles. <laughs> this guy's a stud, man. And he's way bigger than me. And he comes walking around that corner. I'm like, man, I'm going to get pounded. Yeah. Right in target. Like I'm talking to his girl. I just yeah. knew it. And I'm like, well, this happens with me all the time. Like I'm just, I find myself not even trying in these ridiculous situations. And you're like, man, well, it's for Jesus. We'll just take it one take for one the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I said, hey, excuse me. I said, is this your girlfriend? He's like, yeah. You know, <laughs> of course, he's got a deep voice. You know, yeah. yeah. I said, listen, I was just asking what happened to her knee, and I asked her, you know, if I could pray for her. I said, hey, would you would you mind if I prayed for your girlfriend? Man, I guess if she wants you to. I said, yeah, I'm just asking for a prayer. I'm just trying to be respectful, man. He's like, he looked at her. She's like, yeah, sure. I said, okay, would you mind if I put my hand on her knee? I'm just going to kind of squat down, just lightly touch her knee brace. He's like, well, I ask her. You know, so I was like, okay. And she's like, sure. So I just prayed simple prayer, like, Lord, I just thank you for blessing her. I just command every bone to be healed. Lord, I thank you for taking her pain and just removing it. I thank you for just making her knee the day that you created her. In Jesus' name. I told her to check it out. She's like, yeah, it still hurts. Mm. So I say the same thing I always say. Well, Jesus, 
pray for the blind guy twice. I'm, can I get at least two chances? Yeah. She's kind of chuckled, yeah. So I prayed again, got up. She's like, nah, nothing. So I was like, all right, can I have one more? She's like, sure. I was like, thank you for being so gracious, you know. Yeah. So I prayed and nothing changed. And I had tears in my eyes because I was like, man, I really want her to be a touch and I really don't want muscles over here to pound me into the dust. Yeah. So I was on my mind, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And so I said, well, listen, man, I really believe the Lord's going to touch you. And she had tears in her eyes. I'm like, oh, man. She's probably like super disappointed. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's okay. She's like, but you know what? I said, what's that? She goes, I can tell you, you genuinely love me. I was like, man, I said, yeah, I do love you. I said, I love him too. <laughs> and she's like, I do. She's like, you know, I can tell you genuinely love me. She's like, can I give you a hug? I'm thinking, why would you do that? You know, but, and, you know, and so I hugged her. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, I do love you. I said, I love you guys, man. She's like, I know my knee doesn't feel better. She's like, but just to love you, should I feel like I really encountered Jesus today or something? Yeah. And that and is what that it's all about. And that broke me. Because oh, yeah. I'm like, you know, my perspective's off. Yeah. And, and it's not a rebuke. It's just sometimes, you know, like you said, we have these expectations. But really, what's the expectation? It's to love God mm-hmm. and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. The two, two things the Lord stated. And if you make that your goal, above all things, Lord, I am your son on the planet today. Everywhere I go, I thank you, Lord, that you live in me and you love everybody I'm going to see. Fill me, Lord, today with your presence so that everybody who sees me sees Jesus and every word that comes out of my mouth encourages them. In Jesus' name. And then you do your day. You just, you, we don't go on the hunt. We don't That's go right. looking for people. Yeah, we're not Yeah, we're not out like, oh, I wonder who's got what. Let's see if I can force a word of knowledge. Limping guy, get him. Yeah. He's slow, right? Yeah, we don't yeah, do that. Wheelchair guy, come on, we're going to make this happen. No, yeah. we, don't, we don't make nothing happen. We honestly, I mean, it's, again, I don't go on my own initiative. You know, mm-hmm. the Lord's corrected me on that on multiple occasions. You know, you're just looking for a testimony. Go home. Spend time with your kids and wife, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Lord, uh, Holy Spirit has said that to me before. Yeah, you know, and it really is. It's just you go about your business every day, what you usually do, and you just love. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what Firestorm United Ministries are all about: is just equipping the body of Christ to do what Gavin just described every day, everywhere you go, knowing that because of the cross, you are the hand of God. Look at your hand right now. The word says that the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. The, the word says, don't you know, you yourselves are God's temple. God's spirit lives in you. Paul says the very spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in you. Jesus said, go into all the world. I give you authority. He had all authority, gives it to you. So if you look at your hand right now and you have prayed to receive Jesus in fullness, that's God's hand. He lives in you like a glove. So wherever you go, he goes. Whatever you do, he does. And he needs us at this point to be his hands and feet. Everybody says, well, how come God doesn't do whatever? They get an attitude because they feel like God isn't doing something. I think it's because his sons and daughters don't even know who they are. They're not stepping into the breach in risk and sharing the love of Jesus when we have nothing to gain. And sometimes, Gavin... We fall spectacularly on our face. We do. And I think it's uh, important to, I think those things are important. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, I mean, it really, honestly, it starts in the home. Like, we're normal, like you said, we're normal people. I'm not always perfectly executing husband or yeah. father well. Um, I think one thing that really is a beautiful thing is learning how to repent in front of people okay. for maybe a shortcoming or whatever it is. I mean, that speaks as much as praying for somebody, seeing them healed. I mean, because let's be honest, you know, like you said earlier, you know, it's, what happens if you pray and you don't see somebody healed? You're going to have a internal combustion and just fall into a deep depressive hole? No, I mean, it's just, what, this is not a measure of like, you know. Yeah, um, your holiness. Your, yeah, your holiness, your great ability. Or, oh, I got 32 prayers today. Yeah. And we're not doing that. You know, we're we're loving and in, in some way you show you love somebody is, like we said, preferring others, repenting to them. You know what? I didn't mean to offend you. I I did, you know. Yeah. You know. So, sorry, you know, my daughter's 11. Sorry, honey. Um, Daddy was a little short with you. 
please forgive me. That don't represent Jesus well. Yeah. You know, I, did, I didn't, I was kind of short with your mom today. You know, I was a little irritated about something going on and I was short with your mom. Please forgive me. That's not how Christ would love his, his body. Yeah. He's not short with us because he's frustrated. And that they're like, oh man. Wow. I, I have boldness. How about this? You have boldness to repent. In boldness front of to repent. Yeah. In front of people because, again, it's not about you. Yeah. Right? This is about unification in the spirit with your brothers and sisters, yeah. and mainly in the home. And I think that's what you hit on another yeah. time is just really getting alone. Yeah. Well, there's always people joining, coming in and out, and they might not have heard some of the parts of the show. You listen to the Firestorm Live broadcast. I'm your host, Scott Gilbert. It is always our pleasure to bring to you models, examples, testimonies of regular Christians that are just like you. And the Lord is using them to be his hands and feet, his sons and daughters to hurting people every single day. This is not just in the church community. This is not in the safety of a faith community. This is in front of Target. This is in the Home Depot. This This is in a line at the bank. This is talking to a waitress. And you will see the Lord manifest in my experience, way more outside the church than I ever do inside the church. Yeah. So my guest today is Gavin Todd. Gavin is just a son of Most High God, and he's got a lot of cool things the Lord has done with him. Uh, Gavin, just for people that might not have heard at the beginning, I want to roll back to what do we do when we're ministering to someone and there's like an atheist scoffer with them yeah we could roll back and share that one yeah we can share that one and i would say when i first started um actively praying for people in public not like you're saying not seeking out but when i was like okay i i I know something's happening i need to reach out and pray for people um i used to get offended when people like would mock me like i had people cuss at me or spit at me sometimes or just kind of make jokes at me while i'm like on my knees praying for somebody's foot or something it really bothered me because I'm like, I'm trying to do this out of kindness, yeah. and you're sitting there just being a jerk, you know? And and the Lord spoke to me one day. He, it was a correction. He said, if you will humble yourself and not be, you know, so offended, I will show you about things about people's hearts, and and you can speak life to them. So it's not God shows you something for you to rebuke them. He does it to bring awareness that, hey, even though they're scoffing at him mm-hmm. through you, that, you know, he still loves them and he still wants to show them mercy because, hey, man, I was there once, right? Yeah. So why not for this person? Why not be that person that extends that that yeah. kindness? Because it's the kindness that leads people to repentance, man. It's yeah. They don't deserve it, but you give it to them anyways. Yeah. You get what you don't deserve. Amen. Right? Yeah. So... Yeah, Target, right? Oh, that's like the that's like the open heaven for you, it right? Is. I don't know what it is, <laughs> man. In all different realms, it's quite interesting. But yeah, so I was in Target and uh, coming out of Target, just shopping, normal shopping, right? And there was these two girls standing outside. I'll say Ann and Sue, right? Okay. Um, Ann um, would be to my left, and and Sue would be to my right, and um, I looked at Ann, and I just in my mind, I, I heard. If you will, like you get a thought, um, lower back pain. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just go ask her. Mm-hmm. So I just walked out to her. And I was like, uh, excuse me. Hi, how you doing? Hi. I said, do you get lower back pain? And she kind of looked at me funny like, that's weird. you know. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, actually I do. I said, okay, cool. I said, do you mind if I pray for you? And then her friend goes, oh. And I said, oh, what's that? Her friend like, spikes an attitude. Yeah, gets yeah. attitude. I said, oh, what's the attitude for? You know, I, I did it with a smile because yeah. I didn't want to be like, hey, what's yeah. your problem? You know, yeah. I'm going to rebuke you. I'm the son of God, don't you? Know? Yeah. I said, you're not going to do that. You just go, you know, what's the attitude about, you know? She's like, you don't believe that crap, do you? I'm like, uh, no. yeah, I do. <laughs> I sure do. She's like, oh, goodness. So I said, well, I said, well, I want to pray for you. Can I pray for you? And the girl, you know, Ann was like, yeah, you can. And I said, okay, um, talking to Sue, the, the, she's like, well, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in that stuff. I said, that's okay. You don't, I'm not asking you to be a believer. I'm the believer. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. That's a good teaching point. So, so it doesn't matter their faith because you're there. To me, no. It, it might be beneficial. Uh, it, it might add to the situation if you would believe and agree upon. Yeah. Right? But in that circumstance, I don't think I need her 
to agree with me. Jesus didn't need everybody to agree with him for him to be the son. No. There's going to be somebody that's going to want what he has. Absolutely. I mean, how much faith did Lazarus have? Uh, zero. Yeah. Go right? ahead. Uh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard to have any faith in the dead. <laughs> yeah. And spiritually, right? Right. So yeah. you've got a hurt girl that you get a word of knowledge that she's got lower back pain. And she says yes. She says yes. Her friend is not having it, spiking an attitude. Yep. Tells you she's an atheist. Yep. Doesn't believe in any of this garbage. Yep. Right? See, I have an advantage because she doesn't know. I used to be a professing atheist. Okay. So I know that he reveals himself <laughs> when he wants to, how he wants to, and there's not much you're going to do about that. Um, he loves you too much. So I said, okay, how about this? I said, how about you just put your hand on her back and we'll pray? She's like, oh, I told you I don't do that. I said, well, if you were to go in there... Would you buy her ibuprofen if, you know, her back needed it? You'd go buy her medicine, right? Because you love her. Oh, of course. I said, well, is any different? I said, you got nothing to lose. You already don't believe that anything's going to happen. You got nothing to lose. I said, I got everything to lose. <laughs> and really, in my mind, I don't. You I'm don't. just letting her yeah. know that I'm, I'm being vulnerable here. So I said, how about this? Just put your hand on her back, and we're just going to pray. Just pray with me. Just say what I'm saying. Okay, whatever. She has an attitude. Attitude. Okay. All day. You know what? Some people just have attitudes because I, I tell people I represent Christ. I represent Christ because maybe he hasn't been presented correctly. Yeah. He's he's more of a fashion. I heard one guy say that um, Christians are more known for trying to get everybody to agree with their moral values instead of just being this unrelenting love. Yeah. And I think people just need that. Yeah. But... I said, all right. So I said, Father. And she's she's saying these words with me after I say them, right? She's repeating after me, if you will. With a scoffing with attitude. With a scoffing attitude. Like, oh, in Jesus, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for, you know. Yeah. I said, Father, I just thank you for this young lady that you love. I thank you for healing her back and all pain leaving right now in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you for your tangible, aware presence upon her, Lord. Thank you for just resting upon her. That she knows that you love her and that you're there. In Jesus' name. And I told her, I said, just hold your hand there. And then the girl, like about 30 seconds or maybe afterwards, she looked at me. She's like, my back's getting hot. I said, that's good. And the girl, the atheist girl goes, probably because my hand's been there. <laughs> so I just, okay, you just, who cares? What yeah. do you need to argue, right? Yeah. So I said, that's cool. I said, but you said she couldn't touch the ground, right? She's like, yeah. I said, hey, sweetheart, can you try? So you got a gauge before. You asked her. Yes, I did. I like, didn't mention that. I'm sorry. How would you know if you got healed or yeah, something? Yeah, I asked the atheist girl, how would you know if your friend felt better? Well, she can't touch her toes. The atheist shares that. Yeah. She, the atheist says, my friend can't touch her. She can't bend over that far. Okay. And uh, her back is in too much pain. I guess she helps her. And these are girls are early 20s. They're young. Yeah, yeah they're young. And um, so I said, well, I told the girl who, who was... You know, I prayed, we prayed for, I said, well, I'll hold your hand and you just bend over to your comfortability. So she bend over maybe 30 degrees or something. I'm just giving you a rough estimate. And she whips her head and looks up at me. Her eyes get real big. She goes, I don't have any pain. Yeah. I said, and without me asking, she just let go of my hand and put her palms flat on the ground. Stood up. I don't have any pain. And her friend goes, I don't blink and believe this. <laughs> And she yeah. says, I don't blink and believe this. This can't be happening. I don't believe, you know? Four letter praise words yeah, pouring out. Yeah, four letter out. praise words yeah. pouring out, man. <laughs> you know, and so I gave her a while. I call it the wow moment. They just need a time for their brain to catch up with the reality. Yeah. And, and I, I said, yeah. I said, that guy you don't believe in used through you healed, that, healed your friend. Yeah. And so she's like, she just started crying. I said, listen, and I just share the simple gospel. Jesus came to live a perfect life, to bear your sin for you. That when he died and bore that sin for you and he was resurrected, gave up his spirit, that if you will believe, he will abide in you. That not only did he bear your sins for you, but that he could live his life through you. So would you want that? Yeah, I do. You know? And then as soon as she says that, the girl that got healed confesses that she's a believer and repents for not showing her. Because I told her the reason you probably said is because that you haven't seen the gospel. You haven't really seen Jesus. You've seen religious formalities, mm -hmm. but you haven't experienced his person yeah. of the Holy Spirit. 
So he's not real. He's just rules and regulations. Yeah, he's just theology or an academic. Yeah, he's a, yeah. he's a harsh he's a harsh command in a cold book, right? And that's all he is. But it said that he, um, you know, but she's like, I haven't shown you Christ, and I didn't. You know, she repented in front of her friend that she didn't show her the. You know, she didn't show her, she compromised because mm-hmm. she didn't want to offend her friend with the gospel. Yeah. So the believer repents. The scoffer gets born again, and I'm blown away because God's just doing more than I I prayed about. So the scoffer, you leave the you lead the scoffer to pray to receive Jesus in front of her, target, in front of target, in After front of her friend, believing friend, in front of her, her friend repents. And how much time did that whole interaction take from would, you see him to everyone's crying, repenting, and receiving five, Jesus? Five, ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. What I've found, Gavin, is that. A, a sold-out believer moving in love can blow away 20 years of religiosity and teaching in two minutes. The Holy Spirit comes in and just blows all that junk away, that history of, like you said, a cold, angry God in a cold book, blows it away in love. And you can see people pray to receive Jesus in moments instead of in 10 years of getting doctrine in, in some faith. It was like meeting. you said to the Pharisees, like, yeah. you know, you guys know the scriptures, you have the scriptures, and you think you have life because mm-hmm. you know the scriptures. He's like, but I tell you, you won't come to the ones the scriptures come are, are speaking of. So basically, you can have the letter of the law memorized, but if you haven't encountered the person yeah. of Christ through the Holy Spirit, it's just rules that you try to perform, yeah. and that's not freedom. Yeah, the encounter is really what Firestorm United is about. It's not only do you need to have an encounter, and that encounter is going to happen in the prayer closet when you're before your father, just the two of you, an audience of one, and he reveals to you how much he loves you, and you marinate in the reality of your daughter or sonship. You get that encounter, and then you become an encounter to other people. You can give it away. It's a really awesome thing in God's economy that you keep what you give away. So if you want more love in your life, you just pour more love on people. Right. So, Gavin, we just have a couple of minutes left. I would love it. So the show is about equipping listeners Mm -hmm. to step in and do what they hear. Yeah. So just in the last, say, two minutes, what do you have that can just launch them into stepping into this? Well, I think the first thing is, you know, just like we read earlier, um, John five nineteen, you know, we don't go on our own initiative, you know, and just, I think getting alone with the Lord, you know, like he told me one time, he asked me a question, why do you, why do so many people need to hear affirmation mm-hmm. that, that I love them? And I was like, Lord, I don't know. He goes, cause they haven't heard it from me in the secret place. Yeah. I think I just say, get alone with God, know who you are in Christ. I got to remind myself that every day mm-hmm. and everything pours out of that. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Amen. And I just, if we get alone and know, if we believe what he has said about us through his scriptures, and we say, yes, Lord, we're going to believe that over how we feel, what we see, what we hear, your word stands true. Everything flows from that abiding place. Abiding in him. Yeah, Firestorm United, we exist to encourage you that there's more. You can find out more about us on the web at firestormunited.org. You can also find previous shows, all the show notes and evidences if we have video or audio yeah. or whatever of some of the miracles and things that we see. You know, we don't we don't go around the world with a worship band in the background and a camera crew. So, but once in a while we get cool stuff. You know, just yesterday I had a, a man who uh, he's been prayed for many times. Times. He's got one leg shorter than the other, a big lift in that sh- in that shoe. His back hurts, his hip hurts. Uh, prayed for him, and in 10 seconds, the Lord grows his leg out in front of all these people. Everyone's clapping. He's weeping. All of his back pain goes away. All of his hip pain goes away. And the Lord supernaturally, in a moment, miraculously grows his leg out in front of all these folks. That is available to every single believer Check us out on Facebook at firestormunited.org. And if you're blessed by this ministry, we are listener-supported, nonprofit 501c3, and we thank you for participating in however the Lord leads you. My guest tonight was Gavin Todd. Thanks, God. Thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much for listening. More next time. Thank you for listening to the Firestorm Podcast with your host, Scott Gilbert. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please rate the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe wherever you listen. 
If you're looking for more about the Firestorm Equipping Ministry, you can find us on the web at firestormunited.org. We're also on Facebook at Firestorm United. If you'd like to partner with us, equipping the body of Christ for revival, you can give on our website, firestormunited.org. All donations are tax deductible. Be sure to tune in to our next episode where we will meet Armando Perez. Armando has seen blind eyes open. He's even got video of it. He's going to share the way he prays for people to see dramatic healings like the blind be able to see. You got to tune in. Episode three of the Firestorm Show coming at you next.